is Bab Strolls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Okay, good morning, good people. <laughs> Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. It's uh it's Tuesday in the L. And uh you were listening to the musical stylings of DJ H Draws. <laughs> listen, I, I listen, I just I just I'm just a I'm just a host. <laughs> I show up and I talk. <laughs> What's happening? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Um, uh, be mindful, there might be a little bit of thunderstorm situations this afternoon. So just be mindful, people. Don't be crazy. The rest of the country, about 45% of the country is under some ridiculous sick psycho heat wave. And I, I you know, listen, people, it's hot out there. And because it's hot out there, and, and I'm not talking about Connecticut people because we, you know, we got good scent. But the rest of you people out there in parts of the country where it's 120 degrees, stay your asses in the house. They, you know, when you go out there jogging up the mountains and all that kind of stuff and you fall out and now they got to send rescue people. And, you know, the rescue people don't come in shorts and T-shirts. They got to come in all their full gear. So you just make you just creating problems. I don't care if you're young people. Young people think they are invincible. I know I used to be young people. But listen, this weather is ridiculous where y'all are. So get somewhere and sit down. Get in the house, get on your Peloton or go to the gym and do the climber and air conditioned climate. Come on. Get somewhere and sit down and stop having people work harder to go get you because you up the side of a mountain, exhausted, no water. You thought, oh, we was just gonna go take a little jog. Why? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. So, just get it together, people. Just, just get it together, and uh, be better. Just be better. So, that's my, that's my weather. I'm doing the weather today. That's my weather. <laughs> Stay your asses in the house. If, and if you have to travel, do it very lightly. Like, don't try to, it's too hot out there. It's too hot for children. It's too hot for animals. It's just too hot. So just go easy. So, so Harry, your boy Elon Musk <laughs> has killed the bird. He asked the bird. Twitter is no longer Twitter. It's X. I don't think he knows what X means. Because, you know, Black people in X, we have a long history with X. You know, when we were enslaved people, you know, when we were learning trades and stuff as slaves. <laughs> you know, when we were, when we were enslaved people, we were... We were learning trades to benefit us moving forward. 
<laughs> X, X was the way that we could sign our, our paychecks. <laughs> so it's got a long history with X. Malcolm X, Brother X. I, I think Elon Musk is on a is on a on a rampage to just destroy everything. <laughs> I'm gonna change. Listen, you own it, you can do whatever you want. When you own it, you can do whatever you want. You know, you could do, you could do whatever you want, and clearly, he is doing everything that he wants. I I don't know what to make of it. I I really don't know what to make of it. I don't really, I don't, you know, in 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 all sincerity, I don't I don't really care. I don't care that much. I do care that people jobs are changing or they get fired or he's cutting it down or whatever. I ca I care about in the sense that I care. That's what I care about, you know, because he he's not a he's not a guy for uh, organized work you know, and organized labor and collective bargaining. And uh, so anyway, well, let's see what happens. I haven't checked my Twitter to see if it's changed because I, you know, my app still says, see the Twitter thing is still, okay. So if you'd like to retain any broadcasts you recorded, you'll need to download them soon or risk losing them. You can visit our help center. Okay. So I got stuff up that I need to get rid of. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that. I know Keanu Reeves is not following me. This is somebody pretending to be Keanu Reeves. So knock it off. I'm not flattered by that. I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely not flattered. And uh, I don't, what is this? I can't get rid of that. So Twitter's telling me I got to get rid of all the, the videos that I have or lose them. And from Periscope, which I don't even I don't even know what Periscope. I don't even think I still have that app anywhere. I'll go look for it. Uh, I'm trying to move my screen up a little bit because I believe Harry sent me a, you sent me a chat. Let me say 30 seconds. Oh no, nothing. Oh, 10 seconds. Okay. I got it. So uh um I I'm uh paying attention to the fallout of uh Florida's decision <laughs> to teach middle school children that enslaved people learn some skills that benefited them. Uh, in their life and that they're going to, I guess, prove that because the governor is not owning this and uh, I don't know. I, 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 that's a, 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 a this is what I'm going to say. Ron DeSantis, you're not going to be president of these United States. You're not going to be president. 
you can run all you want, waste money, waste time, but you're not going to be president. What you will be is recorded in history as being a dick. Can we say dick? That's what's going to happen. You're going you're gonna to be recorded in history as probably one of the worst governors in the history of governors. And uh, I, I, I know people around you are souping you up. And, I, and perhaps your ego is so great that you, you, you're not reading the room. And by room, I mean the country. Uh, so these stunts that you're pulling with Florida, and they are stunts and dangerous stunts, I might add. Dangerous. Dangerous stunts. Um, it's going to backfire. Because while you are trying to implement it, other people can you hear me? I heard, right? We heard, we can hear you now. You got lost there a second. My aunt, can you hear me, Harry? Yeah, oh. I can hear you. Oh, could you hear me the whole time? No, the last like 15 seconds you went silent. Okay. Oh, because my, my thing says your default speaker has changed to speakers. And now can you you could hear me though? Yes. It's just I just keep getting these little messages about the speaker. This is weird. Okay. I I guess. I'm 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 talking. So anyway. That's that's all I'm gonna say about that. You're gonna you're gonna be recorded as a ridiculous president. I mean, I'm sorry, governor. You never be president. Like you just don't have the right stuff. You're just not going to be president. You're just not going to be president. So, unless you're willing to beat up Donald Trump and throw him off the planet, you're not going to be president. He's not going to be president either. But he's going to keep you from being president. First of all, you're not as likable. Donald Trump isn't likable, but he talks a lot of ish that people like. You just sound crazy. And the, and the sound of your voice is irritating. That's the other part. Is it me? Am I the only one that thinks that? The sound of his voice is irritating. He sounds like a child. No, no, no. You sound stupid. And you look stupid. Maybe because you are stupid. That's all right. There's, there, listen, in America, you can happily and readily be successfully stupid. You can be stupid and successful. That's the, that's the beauty of America. You don't have to be rich and smart. You don't have to be um, politically, you don't have to be any of that. You can just be, you know, unless you're black, but that's, that's a horse of another color. Um, so I'll leave that alone. I saw um, Joy Reid posted up a police brutality case. I don't know where this is. I didn't catch where it was, where, I don't know, four or five cops run up on this black man who was homeless. He wasn't doing anything, but you know, this, this, this terror, this terrorism against homeless people is just unconscionable. So anyway, he wasn't fighting back. He wasn't doing anything. I mean, homeless people don't fight you back. I've never seen it. Unless they got some homeless people that are like ninjas or something. I don't, I don't know. So anyway, this brother, I guess he's somewhere they didn't want him to be. And so they throw him to the ground. They handcuff him, they throw him to the ground. 
And then they kick his face. They kick him in the face. That This white cop kicks him in the face. He doesn't cry, doesn't do anything. He just is like, this is what y'all do, you know? And so every time he says that, the cops get madder and madder and then start beating his ass more, right? Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I almost want to say to these white officers who do this kind of stuff, is that it's a, it's a, it's a turn on for them. Like they get aroused by beating black bodies. Like it's some kind of arousal. It's a sickness, but it's an arousal. And it must feel really good to them because they keep doing it over and over and over again. That's the only way that I can, this can make sense to me because I, I don't run around beating the crap out of white people or white children or any of that. I get no satisfaction in that. So they must get some satisfaction because, you know, a person is homeless. If I, if, if a person is homeless and you're the cop and you're, you're charged and tasked with protect and serve, wouldn't you just escort them to the nearest homeless shelter or the soup kitchen so they could get a bite to eat or whatever? Not beat the shit out of them, beat beat their asses. So that what? What's the lesson here? That we beat up homeless people when they're walking down the street? <coughs> I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to make sense. Like if you're a police officer and you see a homeless person and nobody called you about it, you're just like, oh, I see a homeless person. I think they're homeless people. I'm just gonna go beat their asses because it turns me on. And, you know, they handcuff them and then they commence to beat them, you know, kicking them in the face. And then they're, yeah, and then they do this mess. This is what police officers have been doing lately. This guy is handcuffed. Stop, stop resisting. Like, how is he resisting? He got a handcuffs. Turn over. Like, dude, I can't turn over. You got my hand. I'm not a gymnast. I can't flip over. <laughs> and they're barking at him and they're only doing it because they got their cameras on. And I think he kicked him in a way so that it didn't look like he kicked him, but we all saw that it was a kick. I mean, you could hear it. This is how, this is how I know. This is how I know. You, this is how you're going to cure all this police brutality. This is, this is going to be the cure right here. Whenever a police officer and police officers are hauled in for police brutality, their pensions go right with them. And you make it very clear that however way this case goes, you're going to lose your pension. And if, and if you're the police officer standing next to him and you don't do anything to help or stop or bring some peace, you're going to lose yours too. That's what needs to happen. You need to start putting these pensions on the line because these municipalities are not going to be able to pay these judgments. Now, I'm hoping some attorney will pick up that case of that homeless man and sue the crap out of that police department because you cannot tell me that that was A1 policing. I know better. That was not A1 policing. And if that's A1 policing, you need to dismantle your whole police department and get the Boy Scouts to patrol your steep streets because that was ridiculous and inhumane. And I don't understand these police officers who will watch other police officers beat the crap out of citizens. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't high. He wasn't belligerent. He wasn't any of those things. And it was a good amount of tape, a good amount of video. 
So I don't know. It's got to be some kind of homeoerotic turnoff for these police officers. They must be getting their jollies off on beating black bodies and women and whoever else they feel like they want to, you know, get an arousal from and beat up cop, beat up people. Help me understand, because I know good cops. I know good cops who spend their time being good cops and don't do that kind of mess and would find it insulting to their spirit and to the badge to see other cops do stuff like that. So I know there are good cops out there. This is the moment for good cops to say, you're not going to do this. We are done with this. You're done tainting this badge. You are done dragging the blue. You are done. Good cops have to stand up and not be afraid of retaliation by these rogue, bully-ass, sorry cops. That's That needs to happen. Along with civil suits. I, I, I need some attorneys to take these kinds of cases and just sue the crap out of these police departments and these cities and towns and then go after them civilly and make it a big deal. Make these people have to spend their money to lawyer up, you know, beyond what their union will do. And unions are going to be like, and I appreciate unions. They're supposed to protect their people. But at some point, even unions are going to have to say, listen, this looks like you did this maliciously and, and willfully. We can't honor that. It can't be we protect you by any means necessary. Listen, you was wrong for that. And we're not going to co-sign that. So get yourself an attorney because we can't handle this for you anymore. That's what needs to happen. If they want these police brutality incidences to stop happening. Because people believe, oh, if they have cameras, it'll stop. No. Cameras just gave them a bigger audience. Cameras just gave them a bigger audience to, to show how dangerous some of these people are on these police forces. Dangerous. So if the police are doing this, what the hell are the criminals doing? Like, I don't know. I might have to take my chances with criminals. Because the police department, man, I, I, don't, I don't understand what these cops get out. They, it's, it's some kind of erotica thing. It's got to be. It must be some kind of erotica thing. They must get turned on by beating up people. They got to get turned on. Or they don't got nothing else to do. Well, it's quiet in my town or my city. Let me just beat up somebody because I don't got nothing else to do. Because protect and serve just goes right over my head. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but I don't get it. I get it, but I don't get it. It's uh, it's unconscionable, and so until we until we start hitting them in the wallets because money screams because that's that's the only way I think they're not gonna stop because you know whatever they 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 and they and they pick on the most vulnerable because you don't see rich white guys getting pulled out their cars you don't see rich white kids getting stopped in the street and getting their asses beat mm -mm. they're doing it to them. Because they know those people have the means to fight back. So what needs to happen now is that there has to be a task force of ready and available attorneys who will take these kinds of cases, you know, above Ben Crump. You know, Ben Crump could take these cases. He takes them, but he can't take them all. Somebody else got to take them. 
And usually he comes in when it's dire, right? When it's like, you don't kill somebody, you don't paralyze somebody, you know, but this guy isn't killed or paralyzed. He's just got his ass beat. So we need attorneys to come in and step in and say, you know, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. This is what we're going to do. We're going to fight these kinds of cases. And you're going to have to lawyer up. We don't care how long it takes. We're going to, we're going to find, uh, we're going to find a way to, we're going to fight this. That needs to happen. Cause that's the, this is where those fights have to be now in the court of law. They have to be in the court of law, you know, because we've seen, we've seen too many of them. These cameras just give them a wider audience to do the mess that they do, a wider audience to harm and do mayhem. So I'm telling you to every good cop that listens to me, and there's a lot of y'all because you run up on me all the time. Y'all have to band together and say no more. No more bad cops representing us. No more. No more bad cops getting there, getting aroused by beating up black and brown bodies. No more. And you cannot just stand there and watch that man. God. Just saying. That's that's my police rant this morning. So, and and I know cops run around the neighborhood. I see y'all. I see you in my neighborhood. I dig y'all. You're trying to do your best. I get it. I get it. But some of y'all are rogue. Some of y'all don't have protect and serve in your spirit. You don't. You know, what you have is I have a license to beat your ass because you talking disrespectfully. You there's no rule that says you have to talk courteously to cops. There's no rule that you have to talk to them at all. So stop, you know, stop doing this foolishness, you know. But it's not going to end until, you know, municipalities say, you're going to lose your pension. If you get tasked with police brutality, if you get tagged for police brutality, you're not going to quietly resign and take your pension. You're going to lose it. You're going to lose it. That's what needs to happen. You're going to lose your pension. And we're not going to let you resign. Oh, we're going to let you resign, but you're going to have to resign without pension. I don't give a damn if you work 25 years or 30 years. You stood there and watched somebody get beat down or you beat somebody down. You think that you you think you get to hold on to 30 years? Nope. That needs to happen. And police don't come back at me with, well, nobody's going to go into policing. Yes, good people will go into policing. Because there's a lot of people who don't go into policing because they don't like the culture of policing. Because they feel like they have to sell out, sell their souls to be a part of policing. And they don't want to do that. And I'm not mad at them. Ask me how I know. I'm just saying. That's where we are. So in other news, <laughs> I checked my Twitter still. It doesn't have X. It still has the bird. So I don't know when it's going. But I know they've been taking the Twitter bird off the building. I saw that on the news. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, they already went so far as to like, if you want to keep the check on your name to be like legit or whatever. Um. You want to be legit you got to pay for it i don't know it's like 20 bucks or something i don't know it's like some i wouldn't pay for it i'd be like you know what i don't care i just won't be uh, is anybody out there tired of wendy williams like i'm tired of wendy williams 
listen, I, I, I don't want I don't want to see people harmed, but Wendy Williams harmed a lot of people on her trajectory. So I, I don't I'm not paying attention to her story. She harmed a lot of people. You know, she 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 did a lot of dirt coming up through the radio and did it on TV. And I, you know, I'm not suggesting that she deserves anything. I'm suggesting that you cannot spin your, you cannot climb the same stuff going up that you stepped over. It's the same stuff you're gonna have to hit coming down. So if you built your life on the mess that you have built your life on, and now here it is happening to you. And you have to go back down the same stairs you came up. Your husband was trash when you knew him. He was trash then. Everybody knew it. It wasn't like it was a secret. He was trash. But you married him. You had a kid with him. And now you were surprised that he's doing the same old mess with some other chick that he was doing with you. And now he's broke. He was trying to take you for your money. Like you didn't. What? Girl, you ain't got no girlfriends who would have told you this. See, if you have some good girlfriends, good girlfriends won't let you make these kind of mistakes. They would risk losing your friendship before they allow you to go through that foolishness. But clearly, she didn't got no good girlfriends. I mean, clearly, she don't have any good girlfriends. Because if you had good girlfriends, they would tell you that MFR is trash. But, you know, she didn't have that. So I'm just saying, I listen, I'm not trying to see her dragged through the streets or anything I, what i'm saying is karma <laughs> you 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 heaped a lot of pain on people you talked a lot of trash to people on your way to becoming whatever it is you have become and now the, the stairs are the same stairs you're just going back down them and it's painful so and you and then you want to ask people for sympathy and to respect your privacy when you didn't respect anybody's privacy, you people asked you the same thing. Can you respect that? And you didn't do none of that. You didn't do any of that. You laughed, scoffed, made a mockery, joked, all the things. You did all of that on your way up. And now here you are. Same scenario, but it's happening to you. And you want people to respect your privacy and stop talking about you and blah, blah. Girl. Go ahead with that. Go ahead. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave that right there. You know, you know, anyway. Now, uh, I was reading something by Ida, Ida, Ida Bay Wells, who is, you know, uh, Hannah, Hannah Jones, uh, who I love. And, uh, you know, she'd be, she'd be checking these people on Twitter. I've been on Twitter in a minute. So I'm on my Twitter feed just looking at all the people, you know. And, and, and I, I'm so tired of talking about the beneficiaries of affirmative action. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh. Anyway, I'm just gonna I'm a I'm a bypass all that foolishness. And then uh I uh I I like everybody else was listening to the Carly Russell 
her attorney read her statement yesterday. Uh, she admits she was not kidnapped and she apologizes through her attorney, uh, but she still might face criminal charges. I, 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 there's something happening with this young sister. And, uh, and everybody can make all the jokes that they want and sure she was wrong for doing that. I mean, there's no question, you know, but, but how do we, how do we want to deal with these kinds of issues in the public square? Everybody rants and raves about, oh, we need more public uh, mental health support. And here's a case that clearly screens for mental health support. And, and now people want to just nail it to the cross. And I'm thinking, well, where were you? But what about mental health? You know, now no harm. She cost, she cost some money, of course, because people had to go look for her and, and she caused some anxiety and some stress, you know, uh, and, and I guess you could put some monetary value on all of that at some point. I mean, yeah, of course you can, particularly you have police departments and FBI, all the people out there, all the law enforcement people out there looking and, and, and all the time that it took to do that, you know, so there's some monetary value to all of that. Uh, but, but, but let's not overlook that there's, we have to ask what, what was happening with her? What has happened to her? You know, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to drag her parents, but I think they had some awareness of her state of being. I think they had some awareness for quite some time, but like a lot of black folks, they elect to believe that if we could just go to church and pray together, and I'm not knocking prayer. In and of itself, prayer is a useful habit and tool. But prayer can also have an and to it. Prayer and therapeutic care. Prayer and <laughs> a support group. There, you know, a prayer and, you know, uh, a psyche vow. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can have prayer and all the things. So, yeah, I mean, I think people are annoyed. Uh, and I, I kind of sensed it early on. Like, I I was like, this, this is... And I had posted on, I think, on one of my friends' site uh, early on. I said, just prepare yourself for a different outcome than you imagine or you want. And everybody was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I, I didn't say, that's all I said. I didn't say anything else. I didn't say, oh, I don't believe her. I didn't say anything. I just said, just prepare yourself, you know? And then when the video came out and, you know, nobody knew and everybody, I mean, you know, her boyfriend was just as shocked as everybody. And then she, you know, she then she comes back home, just talking about she had to fight for her life against white men, which, you know, is not out of the realm of possibility. It's a very real possibility in these United States. And I, no, I do not think it, uh, I do not think it makes it bad for black people when other black people do this. I, I don't think so. Not as much as, you know, you, you have white people who claim black people killed their kids, their wives, all this other kind of stuff for years and years and years and years. It don't reflect on white people not one bit. <laughs> white white women have been doing this for years and years and years and years. Oh, I was raped by some big black men. No, I wasn't. But I just had to say that because whatever. 
doesn't reflect on them. That white woman that said Emmett Till whistled at her, she knew it was a damn lie. Now she went to her grave. I think she's dead, you know, or, or yeah, I think she died. Uh, and there was an arrest warrant for her, but it was in the basement of the, of the whatever, and it didn't surface till like yesterday, you know. That didn't reflect on white people not one bit. <laughs> you the clan, the Ku Klux Klan does not reflect on white people not one bit. They don't they what? Because <laughs> if I ran out there and said all all white people are clan people, people would be mad about it. Then white them white people in Virginia that marched with their tiki torches and sheets or whatever the hell they was doing didn't reflect on white people one bit. So this incident of this young sister saying whatever she said and did whatever she did does not reflect harshly on us. I don't. White people can say that. They can say, well, this, no, it doesn't. Because for every time you say that, I'm going to say, well, look at this, 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 and this. You know, you're not claiming Adolf Hitler. All you people of German descent, that don't look poorly against y'all. None of y'all. You know, nobody's claiming Jeffrey Dahmer. Nobody's claiming the, the little white boy that blew up the federal building in Oklahoma. They're claiming that. That doesn't look bad on white people. They don't even see it. Hell, you ain't even want to own, you don't even, you don't even think slavery looks bad on y'all for white people. A whole century of slavery and y'all not owning not one bit of it. Doesn't reflect on you not one bit. <laughs> That's why you spend a lot of time and money creating laws so that you don't ever have to hear about slavery related to white people in this country. The next thing you know is going to be black people enslaved black people in America. Watch. So this does not reflect poorly on anybody. What it does say is that we need mental health supports readily available. So when people start to feel outside of themselves the way that this young sister must have she lost her job and i get it i she, she, yeah i understand that's that, that's a good reaction you know because they they were they were her co-workers were sick with worry and they was trying to do all that they can to figure out how to help to find her they were sick with worry i get that the the family has returned all the donations to everybody who has donated. I understand that too. And, and there's always going to be people who are clown, who will make jokes about this, who, and there'll be people who will assassinate her character and all that. I mean, that's just par for the course because people forget their own humanity in these moments. You know, they forget their own humanity. And so I, I'm not going to drag this young sister. You know, sure, she ran up a bill. You know, it costs time and money to go look for people, all that stuff. But we never say that mess about all these little climbers that go up Mount Kilimanjaro and all this other kind of stuff. We never say anything about them. They get lost up there. They got to go get retreat. Or all the skiers that get caught up in avalanches and we got to go rescue them. No one would say, oh, don't go rescue them. Sure, it's the same thing. Sure. Somebody goes missing, we want everybody to go look for them. And then when we find out that it wasn't really a missing person, well, okay, well, that white woman, that white woman last year, a couple of years ago, did that same old mess, left her, left her husband and her children 
and said some Mexican women <laughs> beat her ass and kidnapped her and held her for days and days and days. She holed up at a motel with her old boyfriend. And then she comes back and the story falls apart and then she had to come clean. I don't see white women talking about that reflects badly on us. I don't, I've not seen it. What white woman that says that reflected badly on her, on them? None. None. So I'm not buying that foolishness. You can have that. And she and she came and apologized, and then it's over. Her husband divorced her, whatever, I don't know. Sue for custody of the kids, I don't know. And then you don't hear anything else about it. But somehow a black woman does something that's, you know, uh, against the pale, and everybody's like, oh, now it becomes, oh, you're just making it bad for black people. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you think you think she's making it bad for black people? You know who's making it bad for black people? DeSantis, Trump, and 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 all of those GOP people, they make it bad for black people. This one, this this one young sister is not making it bad for black people. She is not. What it is saying is that we need better mental health supports in our community, you know, and and we have to we have to intervene early so that these kinds of things don't happen, because I dare say what happens is you find yourself in a box and you can't think and you can't get out of it and there's no way around it and you just do these you make decisions that are not uh, indicative of who you are when you are in your right mind. And so, and and I know that there are all kinds of psychologists and psychiatrists who are speaking to this right now and, and can give us language and voice to what we saw and witnessed, you know, and that's it. So I'm, listen, we, we, we have to be better. I know people are making jokes and some of them are quite good. There are jokes that are not mean in spirit, but funny. You know, I, I don't have a high horse to get on in this particular instance. I, I don't, and you know, normally I do, but I don't in this, I don't have, I don't have one. Uh, I don't have one in this moment because I just, I see the pain of this, you know, I, I see the pain of it and the pain outweighs any kind of, thing I would want to, you know, uh, it, 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 it I, I just don't, I'm sure there's some funny people out there making funny jokes. I get it, but, uh, you know, I'll just leave it. I'll leave it. I'll leave it to the history books. And I hope that she gets the support that she needs. And, and I don't know where she goes from here. But it's not the end. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't think this is the end for her. She can turn this around and do all kinds of stuff. That's all I'm saying. You know, so. Uh, we can. We can we can have grace and have grace for people. We can we can have grace for people. And we should. No matter how 
how we feel. So, so anyway, I, I wish her, I wish her well. She's got a lot to come back from, but it's not insurmountable. Hell. The, 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 the woman that helped with the Manson murders just walked free. She just got out of jail now. She's late 50s or whatever it is she is, or 60s or whatever she is. She 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 gotta find a job and the whole thing. But she's a white woman in America, so she won't have a tough time. Even though she helped kill people. Like she helped murder people. Spent 50 years in prison for it. And there are people who didn't want her out, including the family of the victims. They're like she should spend her life in jail. You know, because my family members are still dead. They're not coming back. They don't get to be dead for 50 years and then rise again. <laughs> you know. Uh, but so she's coming out and she's got family that's going to have to take care of her. Somebody's going to have to take care of her. So, uh, I mean, if you can come back from a from a from the one of the murders of the century, then, you know, you can come back from, you know, creating this whole false kidnapping story. I'm just saying it's, it's what we allow. You know, if we if we make room for her to have some real remorse and to and to and to have some redemption, then yay for humanity. You know, yay for humanity. So I'm just saying, go easy. There, but for the grace of God, go I. I mean, I know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to kill people, but I know what it's like to be. Uh, and you know, I just saw. <laughs> Just the other day, the uh, the Pettis, the 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 people that killed the Pettis family, the 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 guys that killed the Pettis, the men that killed the Pettis family, 16, 17 years ago. You know, I was on the front page with them. On the a beautiful picture of myself on the front page, next to them. <laughs> I am forever on the front page with them. So when I heard when I heard it was the anniversary of them doing this, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, that means that's around my time too. <laughs> I was like, I think I was going to court in August. I think I went to court in August because I I was sentenced to to show up to to prison in October October first. So it had to be because I wasn't taken away right then and there. They gave me. Uh, August and September to sort of get my affairs in order. Um, seriously, they gave me that time. I was like, all right, okay, I can go do that. And that's what I did. And then was driven to a Danbury Federal Prison Camp. And even that was a good fortune because they could have sent me anywhere in the country to federal prison, anywhere, anywhere in the country. You know, anywhere in the country they could have sent me. And I would have been away from my family and friends. And I didn't have visitors anyway because I was only there for 29 damn days. So by the time they people could get um, clear for visitation, I was already home. It takes so long to get through the prison system. You know, I wasn't even really, uh, I wasn't even, um, what do you call it? Into intake. It takes... 30 something days to intake. So I I only think, you know, they they took my meds, they changed some meds, 
I didn't take the meds they gave me. I was like, I'm just, I'm only here for 30 days. I'll just, I'll just wait till I go home. <laughs> I brought my meds with me. I brought my meds and my prescription. And they were like, oh no, the doctor says you should be on this. I was like, these damn doctors don't know a damn thing about me. Or you don't have none of my medical history. You don't know nothing. You're just making an assumption because you see, you you you, you, talk, you took my blood pressure. What are you talking about? Here's my meds right here. So for the first few days, they gave me my meds. And then after that, they were like, oh, we're going to put you on this. No, sir. I was like, no, you can keep that. I'm not taking that. Those are not mine. You're not giving me stuff that my team doesn't, hasn't, you know, and, 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 and that's the kind of nonsense that goes on in prison. And that was minor, right? That's some minor foolishness because I could just say no. And if they say, oh, you have to take them. Just, you know, I've seen enough movies. I can just throw them in the garbage. Like, I don't, whatever. So I'm just saying, yeah, anyway. I hope she doesn't get any jail time. I, I hope she doesn't. But you know, we, we live in a society where we, we are punitive. Do you know what I mean? Like we are punitive. And uh, and we want to see people suffer. You know, you get what you deserve. You know, you get what you deserve. And and so we we live by that code. We live by that code. We live and die by that code. <sighs> so much so. So, anyway. Anyway, that's the way of the world. So I I want her to get the help that she needs. That's it. I think that's that's my only that's 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 all I'm gonna say about it. You know, because that's a that's a lot. And uh and she she turned her whole life upside down. That's got to be painful enough. <laughs> and she's being dragged on social media. That's got to be painful too. I know. <laughs> so and uh and she you know and how much healing can you get when the whole world is like setting you on fire we'll see <sighs> anyway it's hot it's hot everywhere people i'm glad it's not that hot in connecticut Whew, we have enough problems <laughs> but there are heat waves across this country and in europe so, and uh, and the and the scientists are saying these heat waves in the U.S. and Europe would have been virtually impossible without climate change. I mean, these these places are like this place is like 118 degrees. I would listen. I would not go outside to save my life unless I have to go to the hospital. Death Valley reached 128 degrees. Phoenix. Uh, has been hotter than 110 degrees. Phoenix, China. They uh, another one all time high. 126 degrees in China. Europe. 119 degrees in Spain and Italy. I wouldn't even be outside. Like where's Bab? She inside. 
if there's some air conditioning, I'm going to go be in air conditioning and drink lots of lemon water. It's too ridiculous. You know. And the, and the earth, the planet is, is hot because, you know, we are burning oil, coal, gas. You know, we, we, are, we, are, we are racing to our extinction. I know people don't want to hear that. They don't want to talk about that. It's like, oh, there's something we could do. No. You think you recycling at your house is, is the only is the is the answer. Oh, well, it's my it's my contribution and lessen my carbon footprint. Then ask yourself, where's the recycling going? All you people who are recycling, I'm one of them. I got my little blue bin. I put my I'm diligent, pull, it gets pulled outside the house. I take my little blue bin and then pour the stuff into the bigger blue bin. But then where does that go? Are we even concerned about where the res- who is who is filtering recycling? Where does it go? What does it do? That's what I want to know. I know. I'm asking you. You know, all you all you people who don't want to have a car. It's not cars. It's buildings. Do you know it's buildings? Buildings. <laughs> Ooh. It's not leaf blowers, it's buildings. You know, leaf blowers is is small, so small. It's inconsequential leaf blowers. It's buildings. Okay, that's enough. I'm getting hot. I'm gonna pour myself some water and have a break and then I'll be back. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org.
Barbie at the movies, but I damn sure will see it streamed. I'll wait for it to stream. I'm not going to the movies to see it, but I'm excited because I like Issa Rae and I love that she's Barbie. She's a Barbie or she's something in the movie. But let me tell you something. That little Barbie movie is kicking ass at the box office. It is raking in the dough. Raking in the dough. Can you imagine? And and I know all the big stars that turned down the Barbie movie, you know, because it's a Barbie movie and uh, it's directed by a woman, the whole thing. So I'm going to tell you who the big stars that turned down the Barbie movie. Because, you know, the, the Barbie casting director reveals stars who turned down the Ken roles. So he spilled the tea, uh, but that's all right. Ryan Gosling is uh, going all the way to the bank. He's like, damn them. I ain't say no. So uh, Ryan Gosling has already earned widespread praise as the main can alongside Margot Robbie, Barbie, while uh, Simu Lee, uh, Nkute Gatwa, and Kingsley Ben Adir also appears other iterations of the male doll. Because you know you gotta have multicultural Barbies, right? Because they did that. So according to Allison Jones, um, the Shits Creek star, Dan Levy, Dear Evan Hansen's Ben Platt, and Saturday Night Live comedian Bowen Yang were also approached about being in Barbie, which they probably would have been good. They were. I'm not kidding, really bummed that they couldn't do it, Jones told Vanity Fair, adding that most bowed out due to an inability to commit to the three-month filming schedule in London. Whatever. I don't think that's it. The casting director also revealed that Glee star Jonathan Groff was initially asked to play Alan, Ken's limited edition friend, who ended up being portrayed by Michael Cara. Oh, well. And dear, dear Jonathan Groff was like, I can't believe I'm typing this, but I can't do Alan, Jones said. So and I will be doing something equally spectacular because what was more spectacular than Barbie? Initial plans for Barbie had Amy Schumer tap the star as a titler doll, which was being set up at Sony back in 2016 when the comedian, her sister, and writer partner, Kim uh, Carmely, uh, worked on the script. Schumer dropped out of the project just four months later, citing scheduling conflicts at the time, but later revealed that it was actually due to creative differences. They definitely didn't want to do it the way I wanted to do it. The only way I was interested in doing it, she told Hollywood. I don't know. I don't know if she got any skills. Um, but uh, I, I don't even, hmm. I'm not an Amy Schumer fan, so. No, I don't know. Anyway, they definitely didn't want to do it the way that she wanted to do it. So 
um, what's this, Anne Hathaway? And Hathaway was later named as Schumer's replacement, but also had to quit the project after his release date was postponed. So Robbie herself also revealed early in the year that she wasn't first choice to play the iconic doll and had only stepped in after another high-profile movie star turned it down. Oh, well, I know they're kicking themselves. The Australian actress had already been attached to Barbie prior to her casting with her production company, Lucky Chap Entertainment, working with Heyday Films and Mattel Films to produce it. This is going to sound stupid, but I really didn't even think about playing Barbie until years into developing the project, the twice Oscar-nominated actress told Vogue U.S. Instead, Robbie first had Wonder Woman star Gal Gadot in her sights, and Gal Gadot is Barbie energy because uh, Gal Gadot is so impossibly beautiful, but you don't hate her for being that beautiful because she's so genuinely sincere and she's so enthusiastically kind that it's almost dorky. So it's like right before being a dork, but Gadot wasn't available. And so Robbie stepped into the pink shoes. Meanwhile, the newly released Barbie has already proven uh, massive success they already made $21.55 million at the Australian box office over the weekend and then added another $9.4 million from uh, Oppenheimer because um, they, like, shown them at the same, you know, shown them together. So that's what they did in Australia. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, so listen, Bobby, Barbie, Barbie opens this, she opened that last weekend to $155 million. That's huge. I don't know who is seeing Barbie. Somebody's seeing Barbie. And then uh, I guess Oppenheimer had 80 million. So I guess they were trying to put them together, you know, one after the other. Feeding, up, feeding off each other. They even call them the Barbenheimer, whatever. Whatever it is. They just, you know, you know, they take a name. If they do couples like this, they take the name of somebody and put them together to make one name. So I'm not going to go see Barbie at the, it's the Barbie, Barb, Barbenheimer weekend. Uh, I'm not going to go see Barbie at the movies, but I, I will see it. Like I'll go see it at my house. Uh, so, uh, let's see. So, uh, Tom Cruise's big budget sequel, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, took third place, tumbling down by 64% with 19.5 million in its second weekend of release. Uh, it didn't help that Oppenheimer is all but monopolizing the country's um, PFL footprint, uh, where tickets are pricier than standard screens. So the seventh installment in Paramount's Skydancing Globetrotting Action franchise has generated 118 million, 118.7 million in North America and 370 million globally to date. However, it cost them it cost 291 million to make. So they haven't broke even yet. Well, they kind of. They made a little bit of money so far. So it'll need to hold its own against Barbie and Oppenheimer to justify the price tag 
you know, because Tom Cruise be doing all that stuff. They got to insure him. He got to kill himself. And for place, the independent juggernaut Sound of Freedom added 18.8 million from uh, 328, 300, 3,285 screens, theaters uh, in, in its fourth weekend. And the thriller about child sex trafficking has generated 124 million to date, making it the 14th highest grossing domestic release of the year. So, uh, I don't know if I'll see that. And then Indiana Jones. How's Indiana Jones doing? And the Dial of Destiny rounded out the top five, bringing in 6.7 million from 2,885 2, theaters after four weeks on the big screen. So um, um, Harrison Ford's action adventure movie has grossed 159 million domestically and 335 million worldwide. The only trouble is it costs 300 million um and remember theater owners get a share of ticket sales meaning indiana jones is still deep in the red damn how much how much money do you oh. maybe you can't be putting all this money into films maybe you have to try to get a cool simple film for less money and then let it break some banks i don't yikes so it costs 300 million dollars to make they already made 335 million worldwide and 159 million domestically. So that's not enough. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. I don't know. I'm going to see it. I'm just not going to see it at the movies. That's all. You know. I'm not I'm for, I'm here for it. Plus I love pink. <laughs> I'm wearing my pink, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to see it at the movies. I haven't been to the movies in a good while. What would I go see? I was thinking I was going to go see Indiana Jones because that's a movie you want to see at the at the movies, you know, big screen. But I don't know now. I'm getting so now. I'm like ah, I'll wait till everything screens and I can watch it from the privacy and accompany my home. I can have the snacks that I want and I can have my own bathroom. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm in that mode. I'm in that mode. That's what I'm gonna do. So, but I hear it's really done well. All the reviews have said it's done well. I've not seen any bad reviews. I've not. So um, so I guess there's a good message in this overall. So I was like, all right. Uh, so cool. So now I guess I guess all the Mattel toys are gonna get a movie. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, it's Bobby Barbie Mania. So I don't know if I don't know if people are gonna take their kids. I think it's uh it has to be like 13. PG-13, I think. So I don't think it's a movie for little, little kids, for little girls. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that, you know, so, so we'll see. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to go see Barbie. Although I like all the, I like all the commercials and all the things, all kinds of people pretending not to go see Barbie. 
but they're going to see Parby and they're wearing pink guys, football players, all that kind of stuff. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun that a, a movie is, uh, you know, hyped you up so much, got you thinking about, oh. And then the Oppenheimer movie, I could wait to see that too. I mean, I know what the movie is about. I mean, and, you know, I'm sure they took creative license with it. You know, to give you a, you know, a, 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 and by creative license, I mean some revisionist kind of historical mess. But, you know, people said it's pretty good. So I'm, one, I'm no critic. Uh, I, I'll wait for that to stream too. I'm not running off to the movies to see Oppenheimer, you know. So I'm like, you know, the, people, the, the guy that gave us the damn bomb. Okay. Uh, so I can I can wait for that. I can wait for I'm gonna wait for Barbie too. Uh, I'm gonna wait. It'll be at the box office for another couple of weeks, and then and then you know the guy can make some more money by streaming it. I'm not mad at it. Trust me, I'm not. I, what else is at the damn movies besides Barbie and Oppenheimer? Oh, I just told you. Uh, Mission Impossible one million. <laughs> I mean, how many more? How many more missions and possibles can Tom Cruise make? Doesn't he want to make something else? I don't you want to make something else between those and the damn Fast and Furious movies? How many can you have? I've lost track. I mean, I guess it's good for Vin Diesel. He don't have to do nothing else. No. Listen, I never get tired of seeing Keanu Reeves and John Winnick, or whatever the other little franchise he has. Uh, the Matrix. I I I think Keanu Reeves is one of the hottest men alive, and he ought he deserves. And if he hasn't been one of the hottest men alive on the cover, he ought to get one now. He is aging beautifully. He is a good-looking man. Good gracious, good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. Harry, I see you on the change your profile picture. Harry's looking pretty good. It might, I don't know. Hollywood might have to come for Harry next. Harry's looking pretty damn good out here. Got on all this black, looking like a, looking like a sassy James Bond. <laughs> Get it, Harry. All right, we need you need to you need to put your one of the um the 007, the eye behind you, and then put the music underneath. Da -da, da -da 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 -da. You know. Harry's looking pretty damn good. Saying. Just saying. Wow. Anyway. That's the way of the world. Mm. So, that's the movies this weekend, people. Get into it if you must. I don't know. Uh... Go and check it out. I don't know. Mm -mm -mm. So anyway, I tell you what's my favorite thing to look at on um on my Facebook page. The um buy nothing New Haven, North Central Connecticut. People put up all kinds of stuff to give away, and it's so so interesting. I just en I enjoy it. I don't know why I like looking at all this free stuff. And some of the stuff I don't want, like I don't want people's old couches and that kind of stuff. But a bookcase, I might go and get that because I need a book. I need some bookcases. 
Like I honest to God need some bookcases. I might go and like get these. Oh, that's a good looking chair. I might need that chair. <laughs> I might have to go and be like, I need these. Uh, I don't want the couch. Uh, I I I need the bookcases. I do. So I might go and get those. I don't need the, I don't need a desk. I don't need another damn desk. Although that might be a good one because I need to, uh, and that's a good looking chair. You might have to go around and say, listen, I might be interested in the bookcases. You know, no, people are, people are saying nice things. I might have to go back and get that. Um, oh, okay. People are already snatching things up. Oh, well, not too much I can do. I'm on air, so I can't get off air to run and go get it. But I, and, and people have already said, uh, you know, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to take. I, I saw it too late. Anyway. Hey, September 30th. The, uh, you know, the uh, HBCU um, Harmony Classic, the N the, I'm sorry, the, the Connecticut NAACP, they do this Harmony Classic every year with Yale University versus some HBCU. This year is going to be Morgan State. It's football. Football. And it's always a good tailgating party if you've not done it. I've never done it. Because it's always on some date that's competing with some other thing. So I never get to go. But I went to HBCU and I've gone to HBCU's homecomings and all that other kind of stuff. And I've tailgated in places. So I know what it's like. But it's coming up. Um, it's coming up Saturday, September 30th. Uh, Yale versus Mor Morgan State. So it's the Ivy League versus HBCU football game. So uh, I'm, that's exciting. That is so exciting. So if you haven't had a chance to go, um, you should check this out. It's fun. The Greeks come out, all the Black Greeks come out. Uh, it's such a good idea. You know, uh, uh, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So check it out, seriously. Uh, just just check it out. If you if you've not if you enjoy football and you like HBCU or you're an Ivy League, go check it out. See it. You know. See what it's like. And uh oh, there I am. I'm I'm looking at myself on my on my Facebook page, on the WNH page. Let's see what else. Uh oh, uh, the SAG after is still on strike. I don't understand these um I don't understand these movie houses and places where they don't want to pay these talented creative people what they're worth. And you know, and the public, and this is a good time for the public to understand that everybody works in a film and writes for a film, does other things for it's not rich. It's few of them that are rich. It's only a few handful of people who are rich. So this is such a this is such a uh, 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 a, a, a learnable moment. This is such a learnable moment, a teachable moment 
this is this is how people will get to understand collective bargaining and and then you know and then and the need for collective bargaining because I think we we you know we have this fantasy built up in our minds about people who work in the entertainment industry that somehow everybody's tripping with money and all this other kind of stuff and that's not true and this is and this is sort of um opening our eyes and drawing back the curtains on what is really happening and these writers are speaking up and speaking out about how they've been paid how residuals have not been you know uh sustainable all the all the things that we we imagine that's so glamorous about the entertainment business is really uh, 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 difficult and challenging for so many who this is the work that they want to be doing and they just want to be compensated uh, for that work. And, you know, you have these heads of these studios who make $24, $30 million a year and they're talking about, oh, we don't have the money to pay. And I'm like, seriously? That's what you're going to go with? And then threaten them with AI and AI is going to take their jobs and we are we are to our own detriment. The level of greed that exists is to our detriment. Why would you say that? Why would you even threaten that? Why would you even, you know, the people that have provided a, a talent to the thing that you make your livelihood on, and then you want to treat them like trash, and you don't want to respect their craftsmanship, and you don't want to pay them what they're due and what they're owed. Not, this is not even about fair. I just feel like I, I'm glad that uh, uh, that they're striking and that other collective bargaining units are standing with them. Is it because this is just unconscionable and Hollywood ought to be ashamed of itself, should be ashamed of itself, that they rake in all this money and they want people to think that... Uh, it's such a hardship for them. And it's not. It's a hardship for the people who are actually putting out the product. You know, all the people. Ugh. I don't, I just don't get it. I don't, why are we so willing to see our countrymen starve? Why are we so ready to see that? Why are we so ready to break people? Why are we so ready to see people not sit at the table and eat? Why? What is that? What is that 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 thinking that says, I want everything so you have nothing? Why is that acceptable? And 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 the people that are accepting it, who the hell are they? In, in their humanity. I don't get that. You know, but they'll but they'll be all philosophical in these damn interviews as if somehow or other they've been enlightened, but they would rather see the people that do the work on their behalf starve. That they can't pay their mortgages and their rent and and all the things. Oh, it's just unconscionable to me. Every time I see an interview with somebody, I was like, I just like shut up. What are you doing? And we know the ones that are always on the front line, like Danny Glover and, you know, all the people who are always on the front lines of social justice and, and all the stuff. You know, we, we know who they are. We see them. They are always out there stomping in these streets for the, for the better betterment of man 
and, and, and for humanity. Oh, it's just ridiculous, you know. So maybe people should stop going to the movies. Maybe that, I don't think that's the answer either. Like I don't, I don't, but but I, I I appreciate people who are who are not crossing picket lines, you know, to 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 not be on people's shows and not go to stuff, not crossing picket lines. I, you know, I respect that. I'm here for collective bargaining. I, I am. Because if we leave it to corporations, we leave it to big business, we leave it to you know, to them to sort of do right by humanity. They're not. And because they never, ever did, it's the reason why we have collective bargaining. It's the reason why we have to have more in numbers to sort of push back on these, we're going to pay you what we want to pay you. And you got to work when we say work. And you got to work as long as we say work. No, you think you think corporations, if there was not unions, collective bargaining that they would do the right thing do you think that they would do the right thing by people hell no they would not all they would see is profit more profit more profit more profit more profit more profit more profit i don't give a damn if you lose your limbs or 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 you know i don't care if you're a woman and you have your menstruation cycle you stand at this assembly line and get these widgets out You think corporations are going to care? They're not. They got to be. They have to be made to heed. They have to be, so because otherwise they'll just pay you whatever they want to pay you. Well, we only want to pay you two dollars an hour. Fifteen dollars an hour is too much. Twenty dollars an hour is too much. And we already know that fifteen hour, fifteen dollars an hour doesn't do a damn thing. It, it really should be thirty dollars an hour. But they don't want to pay that. I don't understand these corporations that don't want to see their people um, thrive. What kind of company doesn't want to see their company, their employees thrive? You want them to live in their cars, live in live 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 in tents, intense cities. You don't want to provide health insurance. You don't want a healthy uh, employee workforce. You just like I, I ought to give them the bare minimum. Why? 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 Because profit is so much to you, you don't care. I, why? Why are we allowing these companies to get away with not paying? To, and the tax laws are structured in a way that they could get off. They could get off. I, if I'm Jeff Bezos, and I never would be, I would want everybody in my employment to benefit from the success of Amazon. I don't want to have the most money. I want my I want everybody that works for Amazon to be able to pay their rent, pay their bills, have money to vacation, all the things. That's the example and the model I would want, that I would set. Not this, I want everything. Oh, I'm gonna go to a country and make them move the damn bridge that's been there for 2,000 years so I can move my boat. But they didn't, you know, they didn't do it. The, the country was going to let them do it. And then he's like, no, I'll get a different boat or whatever. It's, it's just amazing to me. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. For, for all this God consciousness that exists in the world. 
for all this God consciousness, it's as if we have never heard the voice of God in our lives. I believe that. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a pessimist because there are moments when I see amazing kindness and generosity in the world. Hell, I've benefited from amazing kindness and generosity. So I know it exists. I know it exists. You know, I have benefited from undeserved grace countless times in my life. But I dare say we have got to do better as humans towards one another. These corporations have to be better. You know, you have to do better. You have to take care of each other. I know people don't like to hear that. They want to hear it. They want to take care of people. Why do I have to take care of people? Why not? Why, why shouldn't you not have to? You know, and everybody's like, oh, I'm enlightened. I'm going to go and meditate in the ashrams or wherever. And I'm going to walk the Himalayas. And I'm going to sit at the foot of a guru. And I'm just going to really. And yet, you're happy to let people who work for you starve. Medical bills is the number one reason people file for bankruptcy in this country. Can you imagine that? You know, bankruptcy, the one cause, medical debt. Why? Why are we? Why are we like this? And 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 why? Who? Somebody has to take some leadership and start to change the tides. I know there are companies out there. There's a bunch of companies out there that do well by their employees. So I'm not suggesting all corporations. There are some country co co companies out there that are amazing. And the CAO doesn't make eight gazillion times more than the people that works for them. I, I just couldn't in good conscience do it. I, I would make sure everybody is fed and taken care of. That's how I would do it. I, I couldn't rest knowing somebody in my company is struggling to pay their mortgage or about to be evicted or can't put food on the table or got to go to a food bank or don't have no health insurance. I, 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 I just wouldn't be that person. I know I wouldn't be that person. I, I don't need a big ass yacht and I'm not against yachts. Let me tell you something. I like luxury. You people who know me know I love some damn luxury, but I don't love luxury at the expense of humanity. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't love luxury to the expense of humanity. You know, yeah, I like a nice ass towel. I like a good ass hotel. I like fine dining. I like a good ass bottle of wine. I love, love champagne. I love to travel. I do. I love it. You know, and I, I've been in places where I've seen people slaving to sort of put food on the table and money in the bank. I get it. I get it. And it's a hard, hard walk. You know, but I don't want to I don't want to add to that hard walk. I think that's the point that I'm making. I don't want to add to the misery of people. I don't. I do not want to add to the misery of people. I think that's why, you know, when I'm someplace, I, 
I, I, I am, I am human and I don't, I don't treat people like they're serving me. And I don't, I don't not look at them and acknowledge them or speak to them. I don't do any of that. And I tip well when I can, if I have it, I tip well. And you can say whatever, well, you shouldn't be, shouldn't have to have to tip you. Well, all right. Okay. I get it. But in the meantime, that's what we're doing. So until they get to pay some other thing, then that's what we, that's what we're doing. You know, that's what we're doing. So I don't know. I'm happy to be in the world. The world is a beautiful place. I'm an optimist. I'm a romantic, you know, but I, I also am an observer of time and space. I am, I pay attention. And, uh, and this is a challenging time. As I said yesterday, we, we are coming up on a reckoning on a lot of different levels lot and we're we're not at the tipping point but we are coming fast upon the precipice of who we want to be as a country we're coming we're coming close <laughs> we're, we're coming close we'll figure it out you know and the world and the world is reflecting back to us the craziness that everybody's experiencing you know everybody's experiencing some level of crazy so anyway tomorrow's wednesday guess what i got coming on tomorrow i got lisa jones coming on tomorrow for um travel black maine so i'm going to maine on friday for friday and saturday to hang out with the black maine folks because maine has a rich black history and culture and so i'm gonna go me and ife we're gonna take a road trip up hang out for the weekend and do all this we're gonna do a freedom trail we're gonna eat Food and hear jazz and hear stories and all the stuff about Black Maine. And we're going to take it all in for the weekend. Uh, so, so Lisa Jones is going to come by. She's coming in tomorrow to talk about travel Black Maine. I'm excited. Who knew? I mean, I know all parts of this country we have been in and have a, a strong and rich history. So, so tomorrow, tune in, 10.15. I mean, tune in at 9 for the usual, whatever the hell I'm talking about. But 10.15, Lisa Jones will be here. And we're going to be talking about Travel Black Maine. It's going to be good. I can't wait. I'll see you all tomorrow. Be good out there. Be cool. <laughs> Bye, Harry. <laughs> I'm out.